know, because there's, there's a lot of clashing and banging and Ben Bird in there. Yeah. So, if we're going between takes and stuff, it'll be hidden pretty well. The only concern that, I, that one might have is that you may want a version without the chorus, but I don't know if you even want to think of contemplating. I, I love the chorus. It gives it that churchy... Yeah. Well, and I think it's going to work... I mean, you didn't realize this, but it really goes into the third film very well, and it's it's. I think it'll be an important thing to reprise. I mean, it has a that definitely has the the quality of the inevitable fate of doom. You know, with larger hands at work. Welcome, everyone, from across the universe to the Wampa's Lair podcast. Star Wars is for everyone, so pull up a chair, get comfortable, and join the conversation with your hosts, Carl LeClaire and Jason Hunt, here in the Wampa's Lair. And welcome back to another exciting episode of the Wampa's Lair podcast. This is episode number 382, Attack of the Mayhem. I am, as always, one of your hosts, Jason Hunt. And with me, the heart to my chewy, we've got Carl LeClaire. Luke, we're going to have company! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bring back the music, Jason. Bring it back. Bring it back again and again and again! I'm so excited. (laughs) So we are back with another musical fun episode for you as Musical May continues on. Um, So I'm excited because today we're just looking at some of our favorite action pieces, action cues from Star Wars. And uh, Jason, I had a ton of fun making this list because I'm not really like super into the action music. I'm more for like the slow romantic themes, as you know. Um, So it was it was a lot of fun putting together this list and a bit challenging in a good way. (laughs) <laughs> um, so as, but that being said, I have a very Carl friendly attack action music list, as you will quickly find out. Um, and I'm excited for you to bring it home though, with like just the classic action songs. Oh man. Yeah. There's, there's going to be some good classic stuff, but there's also going to be things in here that are purely Jason and <laughs> good. <laughs> there are also things that just thinking about our opening track that I'm like, oh my God, how did I forget about that? Um, <laughs> oh, I'm glad you we'll did. Get- it's not on my list either, but I was like, this is classic, but it's just not on my list. <laughs> I like, um, I feel like that should be on my list because it is one of my favorite pieces of Star Wars music so ever. Good. And it's, it's not, and I'm sad, but I'll get into how I made my list when we get there. Yes. But we got a couple of announcements before we jump into some awesome, exciting action music. We do indeed. So as you all know, um, we are continuing our musical mayhem uh, bracket as the month of May continues on. We are into day seven as of today, as of our recording. Um, and this match, this matchup bracket is now, once again, I, I apologize, but once again, this is just going to be available on Twitter. As you all know, as we found out back in March, um, Facebook doesn't allow for polling anymore. Um, and I was doing Google forms, but I noticed after the first few days, there were less than 10 people every day voting through Facebook. And I don't mean to be a jerk, but like, it's just a lot of extra work to put in for just a few. Um, not to say that you don't matter because <laughs> you certainly do. Um, but 
just with how much is going on in life right now, like uh, it's just easier to do it over on Twitter. So I apologize if that means you can no longer participate. Um, but uh, get mad at Facebook. Please don't get mad at us. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that'll continue throughout the rest of the month. Um, and that being said, we are Monday, going Monday through Friday, Monday through Friday, right? taking the weekends off. And I was telling Jason this right before we hit record that now that I'm posting them in the evening, I usually forget until late each evening <laughs> that I have to post it because normally I do these things first thing in the morning, um, which is easier to remember. I should just I should just go back to the morning next week after this week's over. Um, maybe that's what I'll do. But um, yeah, so certainly, you know. Feel free to play along, vote every day um, and share it. You know, uh, you can just simply retweet it or, you know, give it the shout out with the hashtag TWL Musical Mayhem. Um, and something else we we're doing uh, through the rest of the month of May is we we're going to do a Musical May giveaway. Um, so what? Musical yeah. May giveaway? That's right. It rhymes. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> so... Uh, we do not have any fancy sponsors, so unfortunately we can't give away give away any like sweet, awesome new gift. But we wanted to give a musical gift at least away in the month of May. So I have a copy of the special edition A New Hope soundtrack, which is the two CD soundtrack that came out back in 97. Um, so it has the entire score for episode four, A New Hope. So if you don't have a copy of that and you're interested in getting one, all you have to do in order to be entered for a chance to win is simply write us a review in the iTunes store in the month of May. So we've gotten a few just uh, last week. So all, all three of you are currently entered into the contest. So if you want to participate in the contest, all you have to do is write us a quick uh, star, us, give us a quick review over in the iTunes store, and you will be entered to win the uh, special edition, a new hope soundtrack. Also, if you, but there's more, that's right. There is indeed. Um, if you do write a review for us in the iTunes store, um, I encourage you to just shoot us a quick email. Wampuslayerpodcast at gmail.com. Tell us your username for the iTunes review. And if you would like, we can mail you a Wampuslayer magnet. Um, so just email us your mailing address and I will send you a Wampuslayer magnet. You can put it on your fridge or any metal replacement parts in your body. So... <laughs> Like Anakin would have had it on the back of his hand or something. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yes, we have that for you throughout the month of May. So all you got to do is go over to iTunes, um, write us a quick review. You'll be entered to win in that giveaway. And like I said, if, if you want a magnet, just shoot us a quick email with your mailing address and I'd be happy to send you one. Um, email with your mailing address and your iTunes handle. Right. So exactly. So I know who I'm sending it to. Exactly. Um, something else, if any of you are ever interested in Wampa's Lair merchandise, like if you want to wear a shirt, sweatshirt, or T-shirt, um, as many of you know, we haven't plugged it in a long time, but we do have a Public store. Just go to tpublic.com slash Wampa's Lair, um, and you'll find all of our different prints there. Public is now making face masks, which is a crazy new fashion thing because of COVID-19, sadly. But um, if you would like to wear a Wampus Lair face mask, you can now order those over at our Public store. I just ordered one today myself. So um, if you want to stay safe and healthy and promote the show, head over to Public. <laughs> <laughs> just search uh, the Wampus Lair. Yes, right? indeed. Correct. All right. Well... There's all that. Yes. <laughs> um, so we we want to talk about some action cues here in Star Wars. Um, 
So Jason, my list is honestly, this really isn't a top five in the traditional sense. Cause these are just action cues that I've been listening to a lot as of late. Um, again, I don't often listen to a lot of the action cues when I'm sitting down to listen to, unless I'm listening to the entire album. Um, but these are just the ones that really jump out at me as far as their ordering. It honestly could be different any given day of the week at this point. Um, but these are just the ones I wanted to talk about. And that's the way I put this list together for myself. Um, is yours more of a traditional top five? Uh, a bit more of a traditional top five. Um, you know, as, as everybody knows, I am a, I am a big fan of the action cues. Um, however, a lot of that is due to how effective it is in the film itself. And so for me, an action cue is uh, more impactful and, and more important if it balances the action on screen because it's, it's, it's an action cue. It has to go with the, the visuals, um, with how well it, it balances or enhances what's going on on screen. Um, and so a lot of my stuff is based off of you know, I, I pick the tracks because they're awesome tracks. Uh, but a lot of this is based off of moments where I feel like the action music uh, not only uh, did the, the well the action on screen justice, but really enhanced it and uh, brought it even higher than it could have been. So, um, and and uh, this is this is my list. These were the first you know things that popped to my head. There are probably things I like out there more, <laughs> tracks that I like out there more, like you know the one that we opened the show with. I, <laughs> it's one of my favorite tracks, and it's not on my list anywhere because I just didn't think of it right away. Um, but this is what I came up with first, and so we're going to go with that today. Awesome. Well, I cheated a bit, and I had two honorable mentions um, because I just could not whittle it down past these particular tracks so i don't care um but i my first one is very quick so why don't i why don't i dive in since i know you've only got one honorable mention i do but i did cheat in another way and we'll get to that much later um great well let me get mine started (laughs) (laughs) uh so my my first honorable mention comes from episode three revenge of the sith That's right. It's that very opening cue of episode three. Those war drums on those timpanis just blasting away as we get the force theme as Anakin and Obi-Wan show up into the battle and just come down over the top of that, you know, star cruiser and just enter the fray. Oh, my gosh. It, I, I like what you were just saying, Jason, about how right these these cues mean a lot or, or have that impact on you because of the visual cues that accompany them. This is to me exactly that point. Um, I just I love these war drums. Now, to be fair, I have the the uh, fortunately someone years ago sent us the full score to Revenge of the Sith and Attack of the Clones because um, this isn't on the uh, officially released album, unfortunately. But um, it's the title of the track is Boys Into Battle, which I think is a great title for the track. Um, I, yes. But right. It's those those war drums that just kind of kick it off, which is 
so perfect because they are literally going into war and then we get that force theme as our as our hero show up into the fight and there's something triumphant in that and the way that it's played on the horn is just telling us oh good anakin and obi-wan are here we're going to be okay (laughs) um so that's my first honorable mention awesome um well, my honorable mention, uh, we're going to stay in the prequels here, is going to be from The Phantom Menace. Um, and this track is from the extended soundtrack um, for The Phantom Menace. Uh, and it is Qui-Gon and Darth Maul meet. Ooh. Yeah. Right. This is uh, their duel on Tatooine, ladies and gentlemen. Do you have a track number for that by any chance? Uh, I want to say it's like the second track on the second disc, but I don't. I don't know the number off the top of my head. Okay. Well, you keep you start talking about it. I'll try to find it. <laughs> um, so it's a short piece. Uh, and oh, yep. you're like, you got it? Here it is. That's a mountainous speeder. Somewhere right now, Katie's getting excited. <laughs> That's the force theme, right? Is it? Where? What do you mean? Isn't that the force theme, I think? I think it's the force theme in like a really upbeat, sort of like stair-steppy up and down kind of way. It sounds like it to me. Cool. I can't tell. Do you want me to rewind it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go back. Very well could be. I, I'm not great at picking those kinds of things out, and which is why I rely on David Collins so much. Um, however, it sounds a bit like the Force Steam just really kind of done up uh, and and kind of chopped up a little bit. So, but I love this piece of music. Um, it it of course builds the tension with the the drums and the the sith whispering and then it just sort of we get the the one hit on the the timpani drum that sort of goes now now trouble's coming and we have this sort of duel that kind of hints at and alludes to musically to what we're going to get later on in the uh in the movie with duel of fates and uh everything at the end um but it's it's sort of frantic and frenetic and gives a a hint at what's coming but not clearly uh and it's over before you know it and it's really kind of a a very nice self-contained little nugget of 
of a peek behind the curtain musically at what we're going to get, you know, at the end of the movie. And I, I think it works really well for the the action sequence, anyways. And I love this piece of music. I listened to it. I've listened to it on repeat several times uh, within the last month or two. But um, yeah, I love this piece, and and I think it, it fits the scene great. So yeah, I love it. That's a great piece. Great pick. Oh man, so good. <laughs> um, the, I did not pick Duel of the Fates this time because I, 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 I'm saving that for a different episode later this month. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, no, that's a great piece. I, uh, that, and, um, I was just telling you and, and anybody who is on Twitter, you've probably noticed. So I just started yesterday rewatching the – I want to watch the entire saga for nine straight days because, again, I can't do like more than one movie in a day. So I'm just doing one movie a day for the next nine days. I, I just finished Attack of the Clones today. Um, every second of Phantom Menace, I just feel so gleeful and alive. I love that movie. And, and Attack of the Clones is also amazing. And I am building as, as I've been watching in the granted just for the last two days, I am building a strong case where at some point next month, I want to do a episode where I compare Anakin and Ray because I feel that their character trajectories are very similar and I love it. Um, Ray, Ray is the counter to Anakin and I love it. (laughs) Um, so anyway, that's a great pick though, Jason. I love it. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, well, what about you? What's your, what's your last honorable mention? My last honorable mention is something that I believe you talked about pretty recently, but it comes from the last Jedi. So as you know, that's Jar Jar's theme. Uh, as, <laughs> you know, as he's riding into the pod race arena, ready to go. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, of course, this is that beloved track, Holdo's Resolve. And <laughs> could you could you imagine that song just does not fit Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> it doesn't. Ladies and gentlemen, Carl comes up with these things. I don't know if he's thought about them for a while or not, but he catches me completely off guard, and they are some of the most genuinely funny things to me i thought you'd like that but it uh carl's playing to the crowd and i'm his crowd. <laughs> that's right it's an audience of one um, <laughs> but yes anyway, i i love that piece haldo's resolve um yeah. you know it's just uh, the theme that john williams gives us for her in last jedi is is really great and we don't get it a lot i mean we get a very brief hint of it when she's giving that speech to the entire resistance on board the Radis. Um, we hear it again for the first time very strongly when she says goodbye to Leia and Leia's leaving with the rest of the folks. Um, and then boom, here at the here in her last moments, right? And and I just love the determination in this this particular statement of her theme. Um, as she determines that she knows what she has to do, which is she was already planning on going down with the ship, but now she's going to make that ship a weapon for the survival of the resistance and just that, that sense of tension that it builds and builds 
Um, and like you said, Jason, just the way it's coupled with what's going on on screen, right, is we're cutting between all these different segments of every right. We've got the the Kylo and Ray. We've got Haldo herself. We've got the you know the the fighters leaving. We've got Rose and Finn about to be executed. You've got all of these things. The tension is building, building, building. And I do want to note that it's then silent, right? Because uh, that is something that that's the genius of Ryan Johnson is being able to to edit a scene like that. And give us all this tension and then this just absolute drop off. You just fell off a straight cliff, right? You get yeah. this great music of determination and um, and self-sacrifice. And then we get the, that moment of silence to finally breathe it all in. And I just, oh, it's perfect. I love that. It is so good. It did not make my list, but it very well could have. It was It was in contention at one point, but... Oh, uh, that is such a such a good good piece of music. Yeah, uh, and I think I I left it off my list because uh, I wanted you know while while it's quick cutting, uh, it was more of a dramatic moment for me than an action cue uh, for my list. That's fair. You know, yeah. But that's why I, that's why I didn't have it. Yeah. So, but I'm glad you did because I will take any opportunity to listen to that piece of music. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Um. But yeah, let's uh, let's hop into our actual list now. Yes, number five. Yes, want me to start? Of course. Well, uh, we're gonna uh, just shuffle one movie down. Uh, we're gonna hit a track that is way overplayed by me, um, and that's gonna be "March of the Resistance." Oh, shocking! I don't. I, <laughs> not familiar with that piece. I mean, yes, this is one of my favorite pieces of music in all of Star Wars. I'm not going to lie. However, it is a fantastic action cue uh, for when the Resistance and Poe shows up uh, at Mize's castle to rescue Han, Chewie, and Finn. It is just a spectacular piece as we watch the X-Wings skim across the lake. And then just, you know, Poe does his one hell of a pilot maneuver. Um it's just it's just fantastic and it, it really builds to this you know where we're we're tense they're on their own they're way overmatched and then we just get this squad of x-wings coming in it's heroic it's epic it's a return of a character we thought died you know you know that sort of thing and it, it's just ugh, it's such a release and a, and a jolt of adrenaline um, for the film and the piece for me. So, uh, you know, it, <laughs> it's very rare that this piece is not going to get featured by me. And I'm sorry <laughs> if it's overplayed, but I love it. <laughs> I don't think you're alone in that. I don't think you're yeah. alone. People love that piece. It's it's And it's great. How could you not? It's such a, it's such a great march. And like you said, I think that is the perfect moment for its introduction in the film. Um, the way, like you said, like that visual of them flying over the lake is just so good. Um, and is. this is the perfect type of music for it. Yeah, it is. And 
you know, that was that was a visual that stood out to everybody in the trailers from way back when. And then we finally got to see it in the movie with this music. And I, it paid off in a big way for me in that sense, too. So I love it. I love it. It's it's such a great sequence and a, such a fantastic piece of music. No doubt. John, John Williams is a god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's quite the magician. That's um, for sure. Well, what it. about you? What's your number five, sir? My number five. So like I said last week when we were doing um, non-film music, I said that this particular score would appear in every week pretty much. So my next one comes from Mandalorian, and it's the track Mando Rescue. Um, so I actually did a standalone episode on this particular track a little while, well, geez, months ago now when the when the episode was first aired, um, breaking down all the little moments of it. So I won't redo that. Um, but I love this right here is the, the Mandalorian show up. You've got this, like, echoing sound. And then uh, as it builds to good old Paz Vizsla showing up with his big Gatling gun. That song has been a jam of mine ever since it came out. Um, and, and again, going to what you were saying earlier, Jason, just the visuals of it. So good. As as the Mandalorians start showing up, we get this like really cool like rever- reverberating effect um, showing that the Mandalorian's decision, his choices are having an impact beyond himself. They're having an impact in his tribe and his family. I love that. Um, and you get these really cool bass notes. Boom, boom. It repeats twice as Paz Vizsla comes in for his landing. And I, I feel like that's the perfect type of note, musical notation to use for a character like Paz Vizsla. He's a big guy. You would imagine he'd, he'd, he'd have a bassy <laughs> type of sound to him. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's also kind of what gives this piece its grounding, right? This, is, this was the character who had literally had a vibroblade to Mando's throat you know, 20 minutes earlier. And now here yeah. he is to save the day, recognizing that this is the way, right? Um, and then you just get this beautiful heroic like melody played on on the um, on the horns right here. I just love this so much. I can't tell you how many times I've run around my Star Wars room with my um, 3D printed DL44 holding a pillow, pretending it's Baby Yoda. Um, so. <laughs> Um, awesome. I, I love in that piece how the strings and the horns almost seem to play against each other. Mm. That whole piece really ends up being incredibly strong. Yeah. It sounds strong and powerful, and it is so gripping. Um, it's a very good piece, and I did not include any Mandalorian tracks in my list today, so I'm very glad you chose this because that is a fantastic piece of music. Yeah. So. Well, and, and this is the point I made again, like, uh, I don't mean to reiterate myself, but it was months ago, but that main melody that I love so much, which is played on the horns. And like you said, it's kind of going yeah, in, in a, in a way with the, the strings, 
but I love it because it's played through twice. And the first time we hear that melody on the horns, it, it kind of keeps going up. It's this transcendent note. Um, and that's the one when it's so great because it's when Paz and Din, Dejaren, exchange the, you know, you're going to have to relocate the covert. This is the way, right? It, it's him recognizing that the choice Mando made has been accepted by his his tribe. And then when the melody's played a second time, rather than going all the way up, it comes back down. It settles in, which to me is the music telling us that Din Dejaren has now settled into the hero's role. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to play that one more time so you can hear what I'm talking about. Hopefully. Yeah. So here, here's, it goes up, keeps going up, 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 this is the way, this is the way, grabs the child, running for the razor crest, let's get that melody one more time, here it is, goes up, down, Right, so I just uh, that melody is like just so flipping awesome to me, and I love the way that it's played twice. It's the first time transcendent joy. Dinda Jaren is our hero. Second one, Dinda Jaren settles into it. So it's great. Love that gonna piece. Have to, I'm gonna go listen to that piece, you know, on repeat when we're done here. <laughs> it's so so good. I love it so much. So that's yeah. that's my uh, that's my first one there. All right. Number four, yes? Uh, yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, well, we're going to head to Return of the Jedi. Ooh. And uh, Battle of Endor 1, just start the track, please. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I Wait, love- come back! Atu, stay with me. <laughs> Freeze. Freeze. <laughs> you rebel scum. <laughs> so good. This is a great piece. in this piece um however this the this first segment of it the first about uh, two minutes or so two to three minutes or so uh the build-up uh in the shield bunker and the approach of the sec to the second death star by the fleet uh launching into the the initial attack is my favorite part of this track um course this track is like 12 minutes long and it goes all the way through it is you know the 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 ewok death which is so tragic and heartbreaking um but it's this this initial you know two to three minutes is is what i really want to focus on because um it is this is it with this is the determination ever this is the heartbeat Every all the the rebels the the this is it this is the the final shot they've got at this um, it's the anticipation the nervousness the uh, you know is it going to even work 
you know, thought this is this is everyone's heartbeat right now. And it just keeps building and building and building until the trap is sprung. And then it just sort of degenerates into craziness because that's what happens, you know, and it is it is such a a fantastic piece of music that really amps up the action on screen and just gives us the the desperation and determination at the same time that is happening because it is it's it's a last shot and they're way overmatched if you're looking at just numbers and things like that and it's not even going to be close on paper but it's the only shot they've got and they're going to take it and they're going to make it count and i love this so so much and it, it oh it gives me goosebumps and gets me excited every time i hear it um and it's Return of the Jedi, so of course I'm going to have Return of the Jedi in here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I love this piece of music so much, and that's, that's why it's on my number four. I love it. I actually have to reserve comment. Ooh. Yeah, so I, I will have to, but I like what you just said about it being, you know, this is kind of their last shot. It makes me think of that great song from Hamilton. I just wanted to put in some Hamilton since it's coming to Disney Plus in July. So. Ooh, that's right. I forgot about that. I've not seen the play, so I'm actually. I haven't very- either. I only know the music, so I'm excited to see that. Um, but nice. yeah, that is their it is their shot, isn't it, Jason? Yeah. Their last shot. Um, um, yes. Uh, well, what is your number four then? My number four comes from a classic Star Wars film, and it's a classic piece of action, and I think we'll all get on board for it. So, as we all know, this is that great piece as Captain Tarples is chasing Count Dooku down over the sands of Geonosis. Um, no, of course. Great old, good old asteroid field. I absolutely love this piece. And, you know, funny enough, Jason, it's in, in some ways this this is kind of my number one for action cues just because it's, it's from my favorite Star Wars film. It's just when I think of action music in Star Wars, this is always the first track that comes to mind for me. Um but I just I love this piece. It's brilliant, um, right? Starting with this powerful statement of the Imperial March because Darth Vader's the one hunting our crew, right? And then you've got this, you know, kind of this middle section as they're frantically trying to figure out what to do, trying to fix the ship that's breaking all around them, right? You've got these very frantic, tense strings right here, which to me perfectly capture the feeling of the crew there, right? As they're just trying to get the heck out of there. Um, and then as they come to this asteroid field, you get this type of music. Right? I, I, and again, like, it, this is just the sheer genius of John Williams. Like, the music itself, it's, it's diving, it's dipping, it's dodging, right? It's... The yeah. music itself is the Millennium Falcon in a lot of ways, right? The way the it music is-, is just moving and trying to evade these asteroids plus these TIE fighters. It's it's so brilliant. Um, 
you know, I I love this track so much. And of course, you know, as it is it kind of builds here to the end. Nope. Right, we finally get this moment of release. Carl, these are supposed to be action pieces. Stop with the love themes. I can't help it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I love that the way the action does immediately just kind of hits that pinnacle point beautifully as the ties smash into each other. And, you know, we swirl into safety, right? Is it safe? I don't know. Quite ominous. Right? So, you like, it's just this is John Williams literally scoring the movements. Right, like taking these physical movements on screen and giving us all the feelings of it with the music. Like I said, we know who the enemy is that's chasing us. The music then takes us on this crazy barrel roll of a chase. And then we finally get some level of release with the Han and Leia theme like, oh, these two are safe finally. But then the way it just kind of peters out with those ominous strings, I'm like, oh, this is just just a brilliant piece of music. Um so, yeah, I'd be remiss not to talk a bit about the asteroid field. It's such a good piece of music. It was on my list for about three minutes uh, before everything else kind of jumped <laughs> about on it. Three minutes. Uh, <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> I hope you timed it. <laughs> oh, time's up. Can't stay on. <laughs> You've been bumped. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it was it's such a good piece of music and I I almost had it on my list but it, it just sort of got off the end a little bit but couldn't make it oh. past 3 minutes. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. It's, it is such a good piece of music and it it really is sort of the um the gold standard for, you know, those kind of chase scenes in Star Wars and like what everything what all other chase scenes kind of musically aspire to be um, in, in star Wars. It's, it's really good. It's really, really, really good. Yeah. Uh, oh man. And that's a, and it's a fantastic sequence too, you know? So I would uh, have to agree with you. <laughs> um, well, where are we going? What movie? We're going to rogue one. We're going to rogue one. Okay. Rogue one. Here we come. Uh, Michael G. Aquino in here with uh, the Master Switch. Uh, um. I love that snare drum in the background. I never really noticed it. It's a war drum. This this should come as no surprise. This is on my list. It is one of my fa- it is my favorite track, probably from the uh, uh, Rogue One soundtrack in general. But it is it is such a good piece of music, and it drives not only the determination and you know I, I, again I'm hitting determination and desperation again <laughs> musically. It's the story um, of the rebellion, right? It is it really is the story of the rebellion, but it, it's hitting that. Uh, in the tone that this movie has mm. built because mm. the tone is different 
from the the desperation and determination in Return of the Jedi. Yes. Uh, and it, but it hits it very differently here, and it, it, it matches what's going on not only you know in the the moments as they're scrambling up and down the the tower getting the data plans but you know running on the beach and then finally of course it ends uh with the master switch moment with you know cheer it going out and and sacrificing and everything like that and it it is such a a well crafted piece of music that um it it's not as exciting per se as probably any of my other tracks in this list, but I feel it every time. Um, and that's what music does. You're supposed to feel it. And, and it feels, you know, it helps you feel the emotion and the excitement in some scenes. And this time I feel it, but I also feel the impending doom and tragedy for these characters. Mm while still at the same time giving us moments of hope, you know, as Jin, you know, continues to ascend the tower and things like that, as Chirrut activates the master switch and things like that. It's not hopeless, mm-hmm. but it does have an impending tone of, of, of tragedy to it. So it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful piece of music and I love it. And, Michael G. Kino can write Star Wars any time of the week, in my opinion. Uh. Yeah, I, um, I'm going to reserve in-depth comments for a few minutes because it's also on my list. Um, but I really, really love what you said, Jason, about the tone, right? Because Rogue One is a very different type of Star Wars story. It's not anything like Return of the Jedi or A New Hope. Like, you know, there's there's a there's a front a, fr- a, fr- a franticness to the music in the Death Star run, right? The trench run in A New Hope. But it yeah. doesn't sound like the frantic desperation that we hear in Master Switch because no. Rogue One is a war film. It is kind of in a more nitty. It's 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 very much a nitty gritty story in the way that Star Wars, the saga films are still fairy tales. Right. So right. you can feel frantic and desperate. But it's a different type of frantic and desperate. And I really love how you picked up on that. Right. Because Master, Switch, I remember seeing Rogue One the first time. And when that that track started playing, I'm like this does not feel like a star Wars song, but it was, but it was, but it was exactly the type of star Wars song for this type of star Wars story. Right. And I think, and I would go back and say a lot of that would be true for what Kevin Kiner's done with stuff in rebels and clone wars, right? Like some of the things you pointed out last, last week when you were talking about that piece, when they're going to find the Lasat, right? Like that is a totally different kind of piece of music that we would have never heard in a star Wars movie, but it fits perfectly within the story that's being told. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's brilliant, Jason. I I love that. That's a great note. Well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, well, then, what is your number three? Uh, well, we are going to stay in anthology films, but we're going to go to my favorite one, which is Solo.
So the Gungans arrive. I mean, Marauders arrive. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, man, I love this song so much. Um, oh, as I was as I was putting my notes together today, I actually was able to find um, some notes from when John Powell was on it when gave an interview to StarWars.com. And uh, the thing that he especially pointed out was the use of this Bulgarian women's choir, right? So when a lot of us heard that piece of music the first time, we're like, wow, this is kind of neat. It's a children's choir. And um, John Powell was kind of taken aback by it. He's like, no, these definitely are not children. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But this is so this is a quote from John Powell about um, this particular track. Quote, I was trying to find something that was both exotic and unusual that sounded like something else. Another world had arrived. Another style had arrived. I'd always loved John's choral writing in The Phantom Menace. This was my way of thinking. This could be the solution to this particular scene where I can establish this very different sounding choral sound, but it harkens back to John's style. I was trying to basically get a ferocity of femininity. I was trying to find a very powerful female sound. It was a little dangerous because obviously we didn't want to give away Enfys' true nature. Um, end quote. Sorry. <laughs> um, so I love yeah. that, you know, John Powell was literally inspired by Duel of the Fates as he wrote this piece of music, right? Um, insofar as the, the power behind a choir. And, right, so many of us thought it was children. It's very clear that it's women, um, which is... Well, once, once you're told that, it's like, well, duh, of course it is. Um, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. So, right. Like, um, I love this piece because, um, it's a very different type of choir than we've ever gotten in Star Wars before. Um, right. We've got it with Duel of the Fates. We get an ominous choir for the emperor, but this is something totally different. Um, and, uh, and, and I just, again, I don't know anything about Bulgarian women's choirs. Apparently they're a big deal in the musical world. So again, I love how Star Wars is tapping into some sort of, diversification of music that we'd never heard before, but making it work so brilliantly and perfectly. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember what was said, but I do remember hearing um, that this particular choir sings in a way where there's no vibrato. Yes. You know, yep. That's a note. in yeah, a little bit later on, he, he talks about, that's why he picked it. Yeah. 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 Which is, it, it's a very difficult and challenging way to sing. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's how we, cause like when somebody, cause they asked him, they're like, Oh, you know, a lot of folks believe it's a children's choir. And apparently like he laughs and says, well, gee, I would hope not because they would not be able to pull this off. <laughs> um, <laughs> like apparently there's a, there's a tr tremendous skill to this type of singing. Um, yeah. so, but you know, just going to the emotion of that scene as you know, this biker gang shows up, um, basically on space, space motorcycles or space cow, you know, horses, really. Again, this was very much a Western moment to me, right? This is the sound of like the Native American tribe showing up to circle the wagon, right? Yeah. Like just hearkening back to like one of those old Western stories. Um, so was, I, I love the way that it works there. Um, and it also has, you know, as, as kind of the action continues, um, poor Rio goes down and we're going to get my favorite statement of Hans So that's my favorite statement of Han's theme in that movie. Um, and I love how it's a call and response. We have it played on the strings 
And then we have its, you know, the melody also being played on horns and kind of this callback. And what I think is really neat, and I was thinking of this as I was listening to it today in a, in a, in a new way, the the string section of it, this, when the strings are playing the melody, to me, it's almost like this is fate. This is the force kind of speaking his theme, calling out to him like, you know what you have to do. And then that's Han's response of like, yep, you know, I'm on it, right? As, as, he, as he kind of hops onto the AT hauler. Um, I just find it this – John Powell can write Star Wars music all day right alongside Mr. Giacchino because they're both brilliant. Um, and um, right, so as there's kind of this this call and response and then they kind of meld together. The melodies come together as, as Han makes the choice to, to, you know, to go embrace his destiny as this great pilot and, and, and save the day here. Um, so uh, I, I just love this piece of music so much. Um, so that's why it's so high on my list. Well, we're not leaving it for number two for me. Uh, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, this is where I throw my cheat in, though, because I also included uh, the train heist track, the one that starts the whole sequence. And I, I, I kept both of these pieces in there because it's one long sequence and it really is the big action piece of the movie. And all of it is so good. Yeah. I got to just point out real quick, though, and I remember, I think it was John Williams that pointed this out when he was working a bit with John Powell for this. The drum work, the percussion in this particular track, but all over the solo soundtrack is unbelievable because I think it's John Williams' son. One of his sons is a very good timpani player or something, and he was called in to play on the score. And John Powell pointed out, oh, it's very complicated music. He's like, I'm sure I can handle it. And he shows up to record for the studios. And he's like, this was really hard. <laughs> like uh, John Powell really, really brought his a game on, on the percussion for this score. Yeah. No, it is so good. The, the driving drums in everything in this movie are so good. However, coming back to these particular tracks, um, I love this track and you, you started it at right, the, at the right, the right point. I wanted you to start it at, um, you, you really hear the fact this is a train heist. This is we're harkening mm. back to the old, you know, old west cowboys and Indians kind of a you know scenario where the cowboys come up on the train and they're going to rob the train, um, you know, situation where and you hear the train going down the tracks in the music. You oh, hear yeah. that, yeah. Um, even though it's a it's a you know set in space and we're flying ships and you know that sort of thing. But you hear the the old locomotive the the pistons going and everything as, as we start in and then you start adding the heroes as they, you know, jump on board and start doing their stuff. And the first part of this is really just the adventure of the whole, the novelty and the sort of nostalgia of this whole scenario. Um, and then we, we work our way into the Marauders arrive and things, you know, pick up a notch. Now things get a wrench gets thrown in the plans you know, troubles come in, and that's when everything starts just going a little off track. Um, <laughs> nice pun. Unexpected. <laughs> uh, and I was going to point out the the Han 
state the state with Hans theme there that you did because you know you and I talked about that a long time ago when we were talking to this soundtrack in particular um, and that has stuck with me ever since that conversation so and I love it um, so if you could play his his theme again that would be in that moment I would appreciate it yeah here we go sorry And so what we have here is we've gone from, uh, you know, an adventure and a heist to things going wrong. And our characters and our heroes, Han in particular, having to step up and really fill the shoes they were meant to fill. Um, and, and the music speaks to that and lets us know this is a key moment. This is a big deal. You know, when when Han does that, he gets in the the pilot's chair, which is not what he was hired to do. You know, he talks he's been talking all this time about how he wants to be a pilot. He wants to fly and he's never not been allowed to take the, you know, the reins of a cockpit yet. And now he's he has this moment where he has to. And this is this is destiny. This is the force uh, at work, you know, and, and he's finally filling the role that he's always wanted to and it's just in a moment of of you know peril that he has to step up and do it uh, in a way that ends up saving lives so um and it, it it's so good you know i'm not going to talk too much about the emphasis theme because we just did that with with when we were in your pick but yeah it was the those two tracks you know i I would have been fine if it was just all lumped into one track on the soundtrack, but it's nice to have them broken up because yeah. otherwise 10 minutes long. Um, but, <laughs> you know, uh, but yeah, I, I had to kind of keep those two together because for me and the way I enjoy the sequence and everything, it's very difficult for me to separate them. And so I and I love specific moments about both of them. So I just I put them together for this pick. Um, so Train Heist and Marauders Arrive from Solo. Um so yeah, it, it's it's so so good, and it it's still one of my favorite parts of the movie. Uh, and yeah, that's a great segment. <sighs> so good, it's so freaking good. And I I was talking to Carl yesterday because I was li- listening <laughs> solo soundtrack, you know, getting ready for this show, and I was like, this is such a good soundtrack. I initially went. Uh, just to listen to these, make sure you know I picked the right moments and stuff. But then it was like, why am I just listening to these tracks? And I went back to the start and I just listened to the whole soundtrack. It's so good. It's so so good. It's a great score. It really is. Yeah. From opening note to final note, it's yep. it, there's nothing wrong with it. Not a thing. <laughs> um. Well, we're gonna we're gonna start revisiting things on my list now because uh, my number two is is staying in the anthology films. We're going right back to Master Switch. Um, and you know, so many things you said, I, I write on the same page with you. Um, and again, thanks to, you know, the, the brilliance of David W. Collins. I think any of us who've ever listened to him, whether it was on Star Wars Oxygen or now with the soundtrack show, we know that this is DS Ire, right? The, the song of judgment, the song of doom and gloom. Um, and quite, 
Music's word for death. Death, yeah. <laughs> and right, we first hear this as the death troopers arrive to the battle. Death is literally chasing them. Is the one of the moments that was most compelling to me as this song is playing is as the uh, the rebels are retreating to the bunker and poor Melshi gets shot in the back. Um, and that doesn't kill him. Uh, he still keeps up and keeps going. And I remember as this music is playing and they're just getting driven back, I'm just like, oh my God, they're giving everything that they've got and they're losing. Like, it sucks. <laughs> right? It's, not it's still not enough, right? Um, so the way that this just keeps building is is so good. And, and you know, now we get frantic. Nope, Krennic's on the scene. Um, but there's going to be some hope buried in all this right here. Is Jin... Oh, yeah. So in the midst of all this death, this doom and gloom, we get that theme of hope, right? This is the theme that Giacchino wrote in this movie for hope. And in the midst of all of this, this impending death and destruction, Jin, good old Jin Erso, retrieves some hope for us. She's got the plans. She and Cassian are pulling this off. Um, right now, Jim Capron is just coming alive. Um, and, and, and you're welcome, good friend. Um but right, as she as she pulls those plans free, she is the one to spark some hope into all the death that we are seeing all around us. But then, like you said, Jason, we get some beautiful music as our beloved Chirrut makes a decision. He makes the choice to walk out there, to walk to that master switch. Right? Got these strings. Ugh. comes a choir some beautiful strings as Chira is taking a walk of faith he puts himself in the trust of the force I'm one with the force the force is with me he's out there his faith is being rewarded <gasps> he gets to the master switch the angels in heaven sing his praises Quick smile, and it all comes to an end, right? And now the strings start to be sorrowful again. Ugh, I just love this piece of music. It's absolutely brilliant. And again, like kind of the point I was making with the asteroid field and what, how John Williams literally orchestrates a scene. That's exactly what Giacchino is giving us with the Master Switch. He is giving us all of the emotion of this scene with just the music. Um. I'm I love it. Covered in chills right now. I'm sorry. I'm covered in chills at the moment. <laughs> it's so good, right? You, you start with the sound of death and you end with a choir. Um, the 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 opposite of those death troopers, the opposite of the doom and gloom of the empire, is the faith of our rebellion. Yeah, the faith and the hope that they carry with them, and I just that's what this piece beautifully captures. It's so beautiful that that's, you know, Guardians of the Wills and everything like that. I love, and I, that's another piece I absolutely love from this movie yeah. is the Guardians of the Wills theme. Um, and it, it's that is my favorite statement of it in the movie, too. So it's buried in, in the Master Switch track. So, you know, it's oh, it's so good. Um, I 
uh, like I said, I was I was on Disney Plus just watching you know these clips that are from the the tracks I picked, and I got to Master Switch and well, I got to Rogue One and I kind of was scrolling along to get to this point and the space battle started and I was like, no, I'm good and I just sat and watched everything from the beginning of the space battle to the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of hard not to. It's such a great third act. Oh, that that closing so, battle is just so perfect. Yeah, it really is. It really is. And this is this is definitely one of the climax moments um, in that. But it's so, so freaking good. Um, all right. That, that was your number two, right? That was my number two. So where do your number one? Well, we're head back to Return of the Jedi. Ooh. Um, to the great pit of Carcoon. Oh, I believe I know where you're going, my friend. Oh, yeah. This is, this is classic Star Wars action, ladies and gentlemen. It's about 50 seconds in. Um, so. I say more <laughs> you don't have to <laughs> not, but I'm going to um, so no this is this is has been and has been in my top five action cues for basically as long as I've you know seen start you know Return of the Jedi um, this is one of the classic classic action pieces and it's so good because it what it is it, this is the return of the jedi uh mm. this track embodies the title of the movie uh, in my opinion because you know we we get the the suspenseful strings and the trumpet stabs that sort of start ramping up the tension and the excitement and all of a sudden you know all hell breaks loose as our hero fully unveils himself uh, in his, you know, with his new powers and uh, in a way that, you know, whereas in A New Hope, Luke would have needed the help of, you know, people like Han and Leia uh, and Chewie just to, you know, survive a situation like this, let alone, you know, thrive in it. But here he is. He's leading the charge, almost taking on oh, Jabba's single hand. This is in there, Jason. That was just that quick little bit of TIE fighter thing, right? yeah it is it is i forgot that was in there Uh, yeah it is but yeah it and you know it's part of the and you can kind of go back and forth in this piece between you know luke's fanfare and the rebel fanfare and things like that and it really is just a celebration of heroes uh to an action tempo um, so, <laughs> uh, and it, it's really, really just a, a fun, uplifting, you know, piece of music full of heroism and adventure. Uh, and 
And that's the feeling that I look for in Star Wars a lot of times. Um, you know, and, and so this piece of music is, you know, my favorite, not only because of the scene it's in, but just the feeling I get listening to it. Um, and the, the fun, you know, heroic motivation (laughs) that happens as I listen to this piece of music. It is, it is one of the best pieces of music in Star Wars, in my opinion. Um, of course, it's hard to name the best because they're all so good. Um, but <laughs> this is this is definitely my my number one action cue, at least today. <laughs> yeah, I mean that it's in the, in a very similar vein. I would say to like Asteroid Field, right? This is a it's not on my list, obviously, but that is definitely a track that I, that immediately comes to mind when I think of action music in Star Wars, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love it. Um, well, my number one is a, is a revisit of something we've already heard. Thanks to you. Um, like you, I also very much love the battle of Endor number one. (laughs) Um, and especially these, like this opening part, right? Um, I just want to reiterate like the, uh, the earnestness of those trumpets, but also listen for these drums in the background, right? Right here. Right. Some, some timpani war drums once again. Um, which interestingly enough, I feel like ties back to the first one I brought in, which was, you know, Anakin and Obi-Wan flying into the battle over Coruscant, right? You got the war drums. Um, but yeah, like you were saying, Jason, right? This is just a song of determination and and a little bit of desperation. Um, and, uh, you know, my favorite part of it is, is kind of as the, uh, as what I like to call the wings reporting in, right? As, as they're kind of getting to the Death Star, um, and everybody's calling in to check in. And the thing I love about this, um, again, with the visuals, is the Rebellion is a group of individuals that work together, right? Um, in, in a very similar way, Jason, to like re- that Starlight Pit music, it's, this is the Return of the Jedi, right? This is Luke and all his heroic glory. Well, this is what makes the rebellion so good and heroic is that these are people. These are people with names. They're worth reporting in, checking in on one another. And this is why the rebellion will win is because it's a group of individuals empowered to fight for something together. Right. Um, And I feel like that's what we're getting in that moment of the music. Um, And like you said, yeah. Right. And then like kind of things start to divulge into a little bit of a, you know, chaotic mess (laughs) as, as uh, you know, the this this the trap is sprung on them but uh we're gonna get this right yeah they realize it's a trap now so what are they gonna do about it well we get the rebel theme right it's a trap but they're gonna commit to it right um once again we get it there and then obviously go back into the emperor's throne room where he's trying to possess a boy because he's disgusting um but uh yeah i mean that music i mean so many things you already said jason um but right it's this great action piece that sets the tone that sets the tension um and as soon as that strap that trap is sprung on them i love that we get um two statements of the rebel theme right that the rebellion theme because this is them all right well we're going to commit to this we're here we got to do this we got to do this together um 
and you know this is to me just classic star wars action music it's it's fun and exciting and at the same time it's it's just buried with this emotion um that tells the story um so yep. yeah that's my that's my favorite piece for, of action music today so <laughs> right uh, that's the thing with these music lists is that they could all change tomorrow. Um, and that's something so. great about it, I think, too. <laughs> I love it. I, exactly. I love it. It means you never get tired of music. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, no, this is this has been so much fun. I'm so excited we got to talk action music. Um, this is <laughs> this was definitely up my alley. And so I'm so glad we got to do this. Yeah. So. Yeah, and as always, right? Like, if if I'm sure there's so much action music in Star Wars, we've obviously left a ton off of it, both we have, classic and traditional, to even the little things that you might love that we weren't even thinking about. Um, so as always, we've only barely scratched the surface. Oh yeah, like oh, there's so much. Yeah, we just popped the we popped the lid on that um, on that uh, rail car, and and we we see the coaxium, but that's we, we're only looking at the a glimpse of it <laughs> there's enough to power a fleet here y'all <laughs> yeah exactly exactly um <laughs> <laughs> so right like as always i i encourage any of you listening you know if you want to send us some of your favorite action pieces please do so i i'm always curious what other folks get excited for uh with star wars music so definitely let us know what what sort of action pieces get you excited and standing up indeed uh and of course, next week we're gonna, we got some more music headed your way. Uh, we got two more episodes for musical may, musical mayhem uh, here on the Wampas Lair, and I'm so excited to continue with this. You know, we've got two more top fives we're gonna do, and I'm so excited. Um, but Carl, if people want to weigh in on anything we talked about, uh, if they want to find our uh, our matchup, our uh, Nope, the bracket. <laughs> bracket. I'm like, that's the, there's a word there that I know I'm not using that I can't think of on the top of my head. The bracket. Thank you very much. Um, the bracket uh, on, you know, and, and anything else, where can they do that? Um, well, they are welcome to find us on Twitter, of course, for all of that. So we're on Twitter at Wampas Lair. Um, we're also on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Wampas Lair Podcast. Um, and then, of course, you can always send us an email at uh, wampaslairpodcast at gmail.com. Again, remind you to go to the iTunes store, rate and write a review for the show. Be entered into the Musical Mayhem giveaway. Um, if you would like a free Wampas Lair magnet, write a review. Send us an email with your um, iTunes handle, your mailing address. And I'll get that to you. Uh, I'm excited to come back with more music next week. This piece of music is a preview of what's to come next week. Um, it's going to be a fun one. So we're looking forward to having you back. Oh, yeah. Well, that's going to wrap us up. This has been episode number 382 of the Wampus Lair podcast, Attack of the Mayhem. For Carl, Jason, we'll see you next time here in the Wampus Lair. <laughs>